This is Things That Keep Me Up at Night, and I'm Felicia, and this episode is all about gender. To be honest, I really agonized over this post. I kept rewriting this very long explanation to all of the terms that were in um, the last episode, uh, and I just kept having this anxiety about pulling the trigger on recording it. So I had all these visions of people coming after me on YouTube about misrepresenting the trans community or on the other side of the conversation coming at me saying I know nothing about biology and I need to shut up. Uh, So since it's Pride weekend here in Los Angeles and since I am very deep into a YOLO mindset with the passing of Anthony Bourdain and the impending North Korea summit, I just feel like it would not be a good use of my time to recap the last episode. Um, If you didn't watch it, the link is going to be down below in the description. Um, It's great. My friend Levi talks about um, all of the uh, health battles that come with being a trans man and whether that is hormone replacement therapy or even just the psychological well-being behind transitioning. It's great. Um, But once again, I'm faced with the fact that there are a lot of wonderful YouTubers um, who have already tackled a lot of the definition style videos around being trans. Um, And I want to link one that I find particularly awesome by um, someone named Chase. I think that this video is awesome. He has a great channel and, you know, I feel like he's the better person to explain dysphoria and... um, all the different terms that Levi threw out, so I am linking him down below as well. I personally have always felt very conflicted towards my gender. Uh, growing up and into my early 20s, I felt dysphoria or distress around being female. And I don't feel terribly committed to being female, but I have always um, been very curvy and I've loved makeup and I've for the most part dressed pretty feminine um, though I do go through some androgynous phases I've shaved my head um, cut off all my hair multiple times um, but there are all these strange microaggressions to being female it's just fielding weird questions about my body and how it's going to age or um, what I'm capable of, or this classic, being called a bitch in film school when men got away with much worse behavior, Um, getting catcalled, my personal favorite, being told to smile by complete strangers or by men I know. There is this one time I went to Wells Fargo to apply for a loan and I had to give my ID to the agent at Wells Fargo and he asked me, why I cut off all of my hair because my hair was a lot longer when I was 16 and I got my driver's license and I was like I just like it shorter and he said that he thought it was a shame because he preferred my hair longer guess what Wells Fargo agent I don't give a fuck what you think about my hair I don't even care what people I who I know think about my hair. I definitely don't care what you think. It's just stuff like that. And if you've been forced to live life as a woman, all of this I'm sure is is pretty familiar to you. And if you are a man and your third eye is shut, 
you're probably scoffing at me right now. But instead of discrediting my experience, how about you take a moment to be um, thankful for how blessed you are to navigate the world without these issues. What I would really like to say to young people and to younger Felicia is that the gender you've been forced to inhabit is a societal standard designed to control expectations about the behavior of you and everyone around you the expectations around your behavior because of what you look like or sound like. You don't have to feel bad if how you feel does not match the box on your birth certificate and you can be the gender you feel yourself to be even if that's not your assigned gender or if it is your assigned gender. Best of all, you can have a combination of traits things that are stereotypically male, things that are stereotypically female, and be a real human being who matters. You do not have to fit definitions of what people expect from you. Will it be hard if you start issuing people's expectations of gender or how you present or what you claim to be? Absolutely. It'll be tough. But is it more important to be comfortable in who you are and to live what is your reality than to try to live somebody else's reality? When I was growing up, I thought that there was something wrong with me because I was told over and over again by my parents that I did not fit into the box of female and I needed to try to do a better job at that. I was told by my parents to be more accommodating or I would end up alone forever that no one would want to marry me because I had gauged earlobes or that I would at least look weird on my wedding day, uh, that it was weird in general that I was so much more comfortable with my masculine traits than my feminine traits, and that I should marry rich so that I can do my art. I was just like, are men told to marry rich ever? Like, thank God my parents are so much more nuanced about gender now, and they would never place these expectations on me but when I was growing up damn it was rough y'all so here's the truth your gender can be whatever you want it to be male female non-binary non-conforming none of these labels all of these labels maybe you don't get told this enough but you don't have to pick labels at all I don't feel like a label encapsulates my experience and how I feel so I haven't picked one it doesn't matter how I present, I can feel a certain way. Those don't have to match. It doesn't mean that I am closeted. It doesn't mean that there's something wrong with me. And there doesn't mean that I am not queer enough. It doesn't mean that I am not uh, presentable in a professional setting. It doesn't matter. If labels and identities help you make sense of the world, cool. Grab a few, know that you can change them, but don't feel like you have to meet any sort of expectation because that's what labels are. Labels have expectations to them. This is true in the society we live in. This is true in queer space. You will meet these everywhere, but guess what? Your chosen family should recognize the truth that you are a viable human being, you are very cool. What you like matters, who you are matters, the things that make you come alive are the best things about you. And if your gender is ambiguous 
or if it's very femme or very masculine or you present one way or the other or you like getting your nails done do that know that you are enough you really are respond to that take what you need leave what you don't i had to trash a lot of things that i internalized because i thought well that's just the way i am about things as if that was a negative thing well what if that's just the way you are is something you can appreciate and something that's very real about you it doesn't have to be a fault or some sort of defect happy pride everyone